Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. You're listening to Relatable, and I'm your host, Star. Hello, hello guys. I am back on the tools this week, ready to bring you another episode of Relatable. I really missed you guys in this past week and I tell you what, I've been getting really fucking excited just thinking about all of the episodes that we have coming up. You guys have been so, so helpful in sending me your questions, suggestions and ideas because at the end of the day, I'm here to help you. Well, I'm also here to help myself, but uh, I'm going to help you in that process too. And let's just take a hot second to reflect on all that we have learned together in the past seven, eight, wait, has it been seven weeks? I think it's been seven weeks. I don't know. However long we've been doing this dance together, let's just reflect on everything that we've learned. So going back to episode one, we spoke about setting boundaries in the silly season. I hope you all survived the silly season. I think it's safe to say the silly season is over now, right? We then spoke about taking the leap and embracing change. And I gave you guys all the dirty deets on why I quit my job earlier this year. And I guess the path that has led me to where I am now. We've had psychologists, sexologists, organizationologists, non-organizationologists, but we had Jess on telling us how to be more organized and get our shit together. And then of course we had the amazing Sammy on last week to talk about body image. And I just want to say thank you so much for all of your amazing feedback on that episode. I know it was a bit of a tricky one, a bit of a difficult one to listen to, but to those of you who did reach out to me or tag me in your story, I just want to say thank you. It really means so much. Of course, I was quite vulnerable when putting that episode out. So the fact that you guys have come forward and let me know, I guess, how it impacted you, it means so, so much to me. So thank you so much for that. Uh, Let's give a little life update that absolutely nobody asked for. I went down the coast on the weekend to see my grandmother. And if you didn't know, I am the only sibling out of seven children that drives. So I'm always a designated driver. I don't mind it, but I tell you what, when it's fucking four and a half hours on the road back to back, it was not a great time. We had a great time, but coming back, you know how sometimes you say, oh, it's always faster on the way home. It was not fucking faster this time. It felt like it literally took so, so, so long. I was struggling mentally at the end, but we got home safely. We had a beautiful time down the coast with grandma. I got to borrow my housemate's car because I was a bit sus on mine being on the road for that long. And I don't know if this is a bit of an adulting fail, but I'm just going to share it with the class. Now in her car, there is the most fucked up smell. I do not know what it is. I have wiped down all the surfaces, taken out all of the rubbish. And I'm like, you have so kindly let me borrow your car. And now it smells like a fucking bin. So I'll keep you guys updated on what is happening with that. And I also have another update. Okay. You know how I told you I bought my packet of 48 textures, my rich kid textures, the ones that connect. I was so, so, so excited. Well, guess what? They have been lost in the mail. 
I was so excited to receive these. This is going to be like the highlight of my year. Honestly, come on. We've had a bit of a fucked up start to 2022. I had COVID. The least you can do Australia Post is bring me my texters. They've been lost in the mail. So now having to go to the website, fucking catch of the day that I bought it from and be like, hey guys, what's up? Where's my package? And you know, maybe I'll find out in uh, four to six business days where the fuck that is. But I really want my texters because I really want to be coloring in. I feel like I'm losing my skills, you know, use it or lose it as they say. That's enough about rich kid textures. I feel like I've given it the airtime that it deserves. Now let's jump into the proper content of today. And in case you can't tell by the name of the episode, we are talking about making and keeping friends as an adult. Why am I talking about this? You may ask. Well, first of all, it's extremely relatable. Okay, sorry, I just really wanted to use Rimshot. I feel like I haven't used her in a couple of episodes. We've been a bit quiet on the old soundboard. But no, the reason why we're talking about this topic today is because, of course, it's something that we all go through. And as we move through different phases of our journey, as we become more of an adult, when whatever the fuck that means, our friendships change. Not only the connection with you know, someone who's maybe been our friends for years, but also like as we're in different environments, new jobs, new cities, whatever it is, you're going to come into new friends and, you know, maybe your friendships that you had previously for years, they're going to change or they're going to completely fizzle out. And I want to preface this conversation by saying that is absolutely okay for that to happen. And this is something that I've experienced in my life too. You know, friendships change, like I said, as you move through different phases of your journey. I think the easiest example is to think of if you become besties with someone that you work with, right? You're in that job. Obviously, you're spending majority of your day together every day. Of course, you're going to become close friends with that person. Once you leave that job, it's not going to be the same anymore. And that's okay. And what I have done previously is, you know, you put so much pressure on the friendship as well for it to be the way that it once was. And it's completely ignoring the fact that like you're in a different situation now. You're in a new job. Your schedule has completely changed. So just Keep that in mind as we move forward into this conversation. Friendships change and that is absolutely fucking fine. A much nicer way of saying what I just said with certainly less F-bombs is a quote that one of my followers, Lauren, sent through. Shout out to you, babe. Thank you so much for this. People come into your life for a reason, a season or a lifetime. When you figure out which it is, you'll know exactly what to do. I know I say this every episode, but I think we should put that on a fucking t-shirt. Rimshot is really getting a workout today, isn't she? She's been a bit quiet, but now she is back with full force. But how beautiful is that, right? I think it's really all about perspective. And what that quote does for me, and you guys, please let me know what it's done for you. It has really opened up my mind when it comes to friendships. Like we said, rather than putting that pressure on yourself or putting yourself down because a friendship isn't what it used to be, You can think, okay, what purpose has this person served in my life? And are they continuing to serve that purpose? If not, hey, might be a time to take a second, really evaluate the connection that you have and think, does this person add to my life? Do they make me feel more energized? Do they push me to be a better person? Do I enjoy my time with them? Or Do they make me feel like crap? Are they constantly judging me for the things that I'm doing? Do I feel drained when I leave their presence? Like the way that you feel after you spend time with people is so, so, so important. Like you should leave feeling motivated and happy and like grateful to be around those people 
the people that you're spending time with. If you leave there and you've got nothing left to give the world, that might be a bit of an indication that, hey, maybe I need to really look at the people that I'm surrounding myself with. Cut the bullshit and be real about whether or not this is someone that you, A, actually enjoy spending time with and B, do they actually add value to your existence? I put a call out to you guys on my Instagram story and I asked, I asked, I asked, wow, that is a hard word to say. Do you feel that your friends give you the love, respect and attention that you deserve? And at the time of recording, 35% of you said no. So to that 35%, whoever you may be out there, I'm sending you a big, big virtual hug and I'm really asking you to listen to what I just said. I mean, I hope you're still listening, but really just have a long and hard, (laughs) sorry, (laughs) think about your friendships. Like if your friends aren't giving you love and respect, like what are you doing? If you think you deserve better, then there's a high chance that you're absolutely fucking right. You do because friendships or not even just friendships, all relationships need to be based on mutual respect and care for one another, right? And if you're not getting that at a base level from your friends, then fucking hell, you know that you're so much better than that. So sending you big, big, big hugs. And also, I just want to add to that as well, that We have different friends for different reasons. You might have one friend that you go to who you will always have a really big DM with and they'll give you some really great motivational advice. On the other hand, you might have a friend that maybe you just go and get coffee with and just talk about the silly things in life and just laugh. Like you don't have to get everything from one person or from a few people, but as long as you have that good balance, I believe that's what makes it whole. That's what makes you feel fulfilled as a friend and that is what's going to make you feel loved and respected by the people that you're spending your time with. For example, I know that I have friends that I can go to if I ever really need to talk about life, like the ones where you end up sitting in the car for an extra 40 minutes because you're having a big fat DNM and you just completely lose track of time. I've got friends that I can go to for that. But then there are other people that I can go to. If, hey, maybe I don't feel like talking about my fucking childhood trauma today. Awesome. Let's go do something else. We don't even have to give attention to that. So you have different friends for different reasons. You might have a friend that, you know, you like going to parties with because they're really social but then you're going to have someone else that you can go to for something completely different and you enjoy doing different activities together because that is true to the person that they are and true to that side of yourself like we are so so multifaceted and you're not expected to be the exact same person all of the time so lean into those different corners of yourself and figure out okay like what person makes me feel the best when I'm able to do this and how can I maximize this experience so that I actually feel fulfilled and that I'm actually enjoying myself Just to add as a little tidbit as well, if you feel like you're not getting, I guess like your needs aren't being met from your friendships, you need to be able to communicate that as well. So you can't just expect people to understand exactly what you want or what you need from them or like, I guess what you would expect out of the relationship. Like if someone, if you feel that someone's doing something hurtful to you or they're just kind of like not giving you the amount of attention or they're not, they're not putting in the same level of effort 
it as you. Like I think communication is really, really powerful when it comes to that because we can't read minds. You can't expect. What's that thing? It's if you assume you make an ass out of you and me. And it's so true because things can get completely miscommunicated in text messages or if there's no words exchanged whatsoever. So it comes down to communication. If you feel like you do need a little bit more, and I know that those conversations can be difficult to have, but once you put it out there, like I've said a hundred times on this podcast, it's one of those things that we often will put so much weight on it and then you do it and you're like, oh my God, that's done. And it's often more times than not going to be a really simple solution to whatever it is because you know, we're all busy. It's okay. Like we get caught up in our own worlds and I forget to reply to messages sometimes. Oh my God. I, (laughs) I feel like this is really part of being an adult. Like instead of having that on, on the comms, like 24 seven, that instant reply, when it comes to being an adult, you send each other like an essay and then you'll be like, two days later, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And then you have to reply to that essay and it just starts like a stream of essays. And that's fine. Like you, you know that you're busy in your own life and you're going to expect the same from your friends as well. But just coming back to that, I guess, core of, okay, is this person, do we respect each other? Do we care for each other? Like do, are we, is it a mutually beneficial relationship? If it is, cool, move forward. Just know we're humans. People make mistakes and that's okay. But if you feel like your needs aren't being met, you've got to communicate how are we supposed to know what you're feeling? And I need to do this myself as well because I am so guilty. I'm so glad I'm doing this in front of a mirror because I'm pointing at myself. I'm saying, you, you better fucking listen to this after we post it because you need to listen to this too, guys. Communicate what your needs are because you can't expect people to just guess, okay? Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. No, my TED Talk is absolutely not over. Okay, so we've spoken, I guess, about friendships that are a little bit mm, wishy-washy, how you're going, how to combat those. But let's talk about the friendships that we actually do want to maintain and that we do want to keep. Like we've said, busy schedules, life is fucked, life is chaotic, life is hectic. How can we actually nurture those friendships that we already have? Something I know we've all been guilty of before, myself included, is talking to a friend and saying, oh my God, we have to catch up soon. We have to do, we'll do that soon. Yeah, yeah. I'll let you know when I'm free. Like instead of having that interaction, why don't we just take action in that moment when we're having the conversation and book something in? If you need to go to the lengths of sending out a calendar invite absolutely do it that's what I do with my friends we literally send calendar invites because that's just the stage of life that we're at time is of the essence as they say so instead of just having those throwaway comments like no let's actually work out what day are we both free and can we book something in and if that's not going to happen in that moment that's okay let's touch base tomorrow wow it sounds like a very corporate conversation we'll just circle back around tomorrow but we'll touch base but unfortunately we are all short on time and we need to be approaching these things so that we don't let each other down and that we actually follow through on the thing oh my god wow my voice follow through apparently I'm a pre-pubescent teenage boy so we actually follow through on the things that we say someone that I want to direct you guys to is Dr. Miriam Kermeyer she is a psychologist and essentially a friendship expert and researcher so I'll leave her details in the show notes so you guys can check out the content that Dr. Miriam puts out there. It's very easy to digest, really pretty looking infographics and quotes, really, really simple information, but I know that you're going to find it to be so helpful. All right, let's get back on track talking about how to nurture the current friendships that we have. You know, when you spend time with friends, then it doesn't matter how long has passed in between you see each other. It could be two years, it could be a couple of months, but when you spend time together, 
It just feels like no time has passed whatsoever. It takes you right back to being that silly teenager or however old you were when you first started to become friends. You're instantly transported right back to that moment. I feel like that feeling right there is an indicator of a really, really strong friendship. And it's so important that we remember why we even became friends in the first place. What? Why was I drawn to this person? How did we then form our incredible connection and how did we get to where we are today? So if you are struggling because you're at different stages of life with your friends, say, you know, maybe one has a kid or you're just in different, I guess, career stages or whatever comes to mind for you. Just remember what brought you together in the first place. And I think what that does, like nostalgia just fuels such a good time all the time. You just get to laugh and you get to go back and you talk about the memories and things that you've experienced together. So that was something that I found in my research and prep for this episode from, again, Dr. Miriam is just always remember remember why you came together in the first place. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And above all, have compassion for the other person. Like I've already said, we all have really busy lives and sometimes we need to reschedule plans. Sometimes things come up that are completely out of our control and it can be really easy, I guess, to take that upon yourself and think, oh my goodness, this person doesn't like me. That's why they don't want to hang out. But like, that's probably not the case. People don't do things majority of the time out of malice or to intentionally hurt you. So just have compassion and empathy and know that like, there's probably a good reason why that's happened. And when you do finally get to the stage of catching up, like how can we make the most of this time that we have together? I don't know about you guys, but for me personally, I don't feel like any of my really good friendships stem from drinking alcohol together. I would prefer to go out and actually do something active, go for a walk, go get coffee so that you're not actually distracted or your emotions aren't out of whack because you've had one too many rosés doll and it's only 1pm on a Sunday. But no, look guys, if you do want to go and drink with your friends, that's absolutely fine. Up to you, power to you, whatever you enjoy doing. But I'm just saying sometimes it's good to think outside, I guess, the framework of how you usually spend your time together. Change it up, do something different, do something that's going to be positive for both of you. I mean, I personally always love doing stuff outside if the weather permits. I mean, Sydney, it hasn't really been possible lately, but just shake up the routine. I think it's always really good to do that. And it's something exciting that you can look forward to as well, especially when day to day can become extremely mundane. I don't know about you, but I feel like I'm doing the same fucking thing day in and day out sometimes. So it can be really good for the soul to do something that is just completely random and completely different. So keep that in mind, guys, when you are going to be nurturing your friendships over the next couple of weeks or whenever you're doing it. Okay. So we've spoken about the friends that are a bit how you go and spoken about how to nurture your friends but what about when it comes to making new friends 
That sound effect is called scary. That's why I played it because making new friends is fucking terrifying. Let's be real, guys. It is really scary, especially in these COVID times when social anxiety is at its absolute peak. We've all spent so much of our life inside and it's almost like we've kind of forgotten how to connect with other people. I put the call out to my Instagram followers, which if you're listening to this, there's a high chance that you're one of them. But if not, check the Instagram in the show notes. As always, that's where you find all the juicy details. I asked you guys, if you have made new friends as an adult, where the hell did you meet them? And the common thread that I'm seeing in the responses is that a lot of the new connection that's connections that you guys are forming, it comes down to having a common interest or common values. For example, we had a lot of people make new friends at the gym, in a running club, a social sport at a pub, <laughs> go off, go have a skewy at the pub. <laughs> through a partner, through social events, through social events. So it's not like you just kind of have to go up to someone in the street and say, hey, do you want to be my friend? Like realistically, that's probably not going to happen. Another one that came up a lot was through social media too. How cool is it that we live in this world where we can connect with people online? Of course, there's the bad side to that, as we all know. But I mean, if you can use it to work positively in your favor, then that's amazing. So let's focus on the gym, for example. There's a high chance that everybody there, they like moving their body or they're just there because they feel like they have to. But, you know, if that person is at the gym and moving their body and exercising, maybe that's going to be the type of person who's going to want to go for a walk with you or maybe you can do a gym class together. I think it's just about finding those things that you have in common and that you both clearly enjoy doing. So yes, it's out of your comfort zone in the sense that like it's a new person that you're spending time with. But then on the other hand, you kind of have that buffer already because you know that like this is something that they already enjoy doing. So using the gym class as our example, because that's all that we've spoken about so far, using the gym class, obviously it's going to be out of your comfort zone and most likely the other person's comfort zone to be spending time with someone that they don't really know. But going to gym classes is something that they do all the time. So it's kind of like that happy medium where, yeah, this might be a little bit scary and a little bit uncomfortable, but hey, this is something that we know that we both already enjoy doing. So why not just fucking give it a go? And I think it, of course, all comes down to confidence. Like you've got to believe in yourself, walk into that space and just have in mind that it's okay. Like the what's the worst thing that can possibly happen if you were to go to someone, hey, do you want to catch up and do something? Like it's going to be that they say no. Like I know that rejection sucks and it can sting, but at least you tried. The worst thing that you could do, if you if you never try, you'll never know, you know, and that is, it's so true. If you don't actually put yourself out there and go for it, these new connections aren't just going to magically come to you. Okay, let's, moving away from the gym example, let's talk about social media. I have met so many incredible friends through social media over the past year. And I know that my situation is pretty different to a lot of people, but for some of them, literally all it started was, is like a comment on someone's video or comment on someone's photo or sliding into someone's DMs and saying, Hey, like, I really like this thing that you posted. Like, again, find that common ground with them. Look at the things that they're putting out there. Obviously be genuine and stay authentic to the person that you are. But I'll give an example of someone who actually had on the podcast as a guest, Yes, the organization queen, we became friends because she literally sent me a voice message on Instagram saying something about, you know, something that I'd posted. Like she 
put herself out there and sent me that voice memo. And I was like, that is awesome. What an absolute legend. And I feel like a voice memo is something that's so different as rather than just, you know, maybe receiving a stock standard message. Not that there's anything wrong with doing it that way, but it just shows that like someone put themselves out there. We have now become really good friends. She's come on the podcast. Like that's just like a new connection that I formed and that literally started just from someone sending me a message. And a lot of you guys have said that you have made a lot of friends through social media too. Obviously you need to be mindful of safety and being careful when connecting with people that you don't know. But hey, what about the relatable Facebook podcast community? That's a place that you can start to make new friends. Again, link in the show notes. I feel like I'm doing authorized by the Australian government camera. (laughs) Yeah, of course, be be mindful and, you know, be aware when you are meeting people online. There's obviously safety issues that you need to consider, but you can be the one to make those judgments. And if and when you feel comfortable to go from being friends online to being friends in real life, awesome. Like I said, I have made so many amazing friends over the past year just by putting myself out there in those little uncomfortable situations and look, look what comes from it. It's awesome. Okay, a lot of people also said that they've met new friends through work. And again, I'm going to go back to Dr. Miriam Kermai, who shared an amazing quote on her Instagram. A great way to make new friends is by deepening your casual connections. The funny co-worker, the friendly neighbor, the friend of a friend. Chances are they're looking for meaningful connections too. So like I said, guys, it doesn't mean that you need to go up to a random in a coffee shop or on the street unless you want to and say, hey, do you want to be my friend? Like, let's look in our life already. Who exists How can we deepen those connections with people? Like I said, a lot of people said that they met friends through work. My housemate, Elle, one of my best friends, we live together now. We met at work all those years ago. And it's not like you become best friends over time, but I think the really unique thing about becoming friends with the people that you work with is that you experience some of the most highly stressful and fucked up times together. So that really gives you that good, solid foundation because you understand Like you know, sometimes if you go home uh, from work at the end of the day, you either talk to your partner, whoever you live with, and you're like, oh my God, my day was so fucked. And you're going through all the things that happened. But if that person doesn't work there, they're probably not going to understand. They're probably just going to be like, oh my God, shut up. I just want to go to bed, you know? So having already that connection, like you, you just, it just hits different guys. It just hits different. So a lot of people have made friends, friends through work. Another one is as well, social sports. So people have said soccer, netball, Oztag. And the thing about this is that that's a group that already exists. It's not like you have to form a new group. You have to find seven or 10 people or whatever to make that happen. That's something that's already existing and they are openly looking for new people to come and join them. So yes, it's still scary. And yes, you still have to put yourself out there, but Hey, that's what we're doing. We're in our new connection era, guys. 2022, we're just going out there and putting ourselves into these situations because again, that comes down to having a similar having similar interests and similar values to those people. How exciting is that? It doesn't specifically have to be sport. People have said book club, running club, keyword being club. Again, a group of people with shared interests and shared value coming together based on those things. So if you never try, you'll never know. Get out there and go and make some new friends, guys. By the way, I would love to be friends with anyone who wants to slide into my DMs or however you want to contact me. I love meeting new people. And I need to say as well, obviously, I am a very extroverted person. And I know that I can't speak for the experiences of everybody else. I just want to acknowledge that because 
the way that I communicate and the way that I show up in the world is going to be completely different to the person next to me and so on and so forth. We are all unique. We all have something different to offer. But what I hope this chat has done for you is planted a seed in your mind, giving you a little bit of motivation and a little deeper understanding as to how to combat friendships as an adult and also remember that I'm learning too like I'm saying all of this to you guys but I will never ever come on here and say that I'm an expert in anything I've literally researched for this episode and tried to compress the information as much as possible with at this by at the same time giving this conversation the airtime and the justice that it deserves so if you have any further thoughts or comments after hearing this chat please let me know come into the Facebook group let's continue the chat slide into my but I'm not going anywhere yet guys just before we wrap up we have everybody's favorite little segment which is where I go into the depths of my dms and comments on tiktok and instagram and we we together read out the best ones I realized after I dropped the episode last week that I was so frazzled and I completely forgot, first of all, to ask my guest what their first email address was. And I also forgot to do this segment of comments and DMs as well. So I'm really sorry, guys, but I promise this week is going to make up for it because we've got some fucking bangers. Okay, so these two comments were on an ad that I actually did with Netflix First of all, how fucking cool is that? What the hell is my life? I got to do an ad with Netflix and I did an Aussie version of Emily in Paris. If you haven't seen it, I've also posted it on my Instagram as well. So go check it out. But someone wrote another wannabe comedian trying the old imitation of famous people. Z, 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 z. Not funny. Oh my God. I, I was so bad that I put poor old Michael to sleep. Michael, if you're listening, I'm really sorry, mate. I didn't mean to bore you that much. I mean, everybody else thought it was pretty funny, but clearly I didn't quite hit the mark with you. I also didn't hit the mark with Mitch on this one. (laughs) This one's so simple, but so good. You should feel bad for this. Um, okay. I'm sorry. Do you not feel bad for leaving shitty comments like this on people's videos? Anyways, at least we can laugh about it now. That is so good. Okay. One last one. This was on a video about me being an Eastern Suburbs basic bitch. And I talked about almond milk, milk lab, milk lab, almond milk. Cause we all know I love an almond cappuccino. Someone goes, ha ha. It's so ironic guys. Let's plug a bunch of brands and pretend to be fake. Ha ha ha. I'm a comedian guys. Remember? Ha ha ha. Really? Really, bitch? Come on. Big Z3. Get your shit together, mate. First of all, don't you dare diss Milk Lab Almond Milk because if you want to come on here and tell me that that is not the most elite almond milk, you're fucked in the head. (laughs) I said to this guy, I'll send you a free ticket to my comedy show considering you're my number one fan. I couldn't help myself. I'm sorry. Where's Rimshot? You guys know usually I just block and delete people, but sometimes when the opportunity is there, I really just need to take it. Guys, that is it for the show today. As always, you can find me on Instagram and TikTok. I will leave the links to my show, wow, to my socials in the show notes. If you did enjoy today's episode, make sure you take a screenshot, put it up on your Instagram story and tag me because I want to know. I want to know. How did I go? Were you enjoying it? Do you have anything else when it comes to adulting that you want to learn? 
You happy and learning new skills equals me happy and learning new skills, guys. So please, again, come and hang out with us in the Facebook group. We miss you already. Cannot wait to be back inside your ear holes next week. See ya. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.